Hi, and welcome to episode 120 of Three Geeky Ladies. I'm Elisa Paselli. With me, as always, are Suze Gilbert. Hi, everyone. And Vicki Stokes. Hello. How's everyone doing today? Uh, Pretty well. That didn't sound too promising, Vicki. Yeah, I have my lovely iPhone XS Max, which still connects to my Apple Watch. It keeps dropping. And I'm going to drop this phone. <laughs> it doesn't get work because, as I was telling you, this things cost too much for anything to not work. You know, right. it will go back so fast that Apple will, you know, the head will spin. You know, this is craziness. Um, so w- which I, version I really, did you get, Vicky? Which X, phone? X, S, Max, half a gig, half a terabyte. Ooh. The most expensive one they have. Yes. Wow. Wow. So how do you like it? Ignoring the part about the- I don't like it. I don't like it at all because I can't get past it's not working. I spent, you know, all morning trying to fix, I just got it yesterday and all morning trying to figure out what was going on with my watch, you know, and I think last night my watch went down, battery went to zero because it probably kept trying to connect. To the, to the iPhone, and I didn't notice it. So this morning, I put on my watch, and then I go down to get on, on my computer, and I noticed that it didn't unlock my computer, and then I started investigating that, and I realized that it's dropping like there's no tomorrow. So I don't know. I saw some stuff about uh, it doesn't work well on the 5 gigabyte, gigahertz network, so I may switch to 2.4 gigahertz for Wi-Fi and see if that works. Um, I'm not going to spend a lot of time on it. Um, and then I'm going to probably make an appointment with the Apple store and return this phone. That's a shame. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I just don't have time for that kind of craziness. You know, we, you know, uh, this should be, this should, they, they shouldn't release anything that doesn't work with the products you already have. So you haven't really had time to play with the phone itself yet? No, Mm-mm. no. And you haven't called. You haven't been able to call Apple Care to find out. No, I just this morning I discovered it. It wasn't working. So, how does it look and feel? I don't care how it looks and feel. I really don't. <laughs> it's about the same size as the other iPhone, uh, as my iPhone Seven um, Plus. Uh, it's about a little bit lighter. But I just, I'm so, so unhappy with it right now that I, I think I'm just going to return it anyway because I, I just don't feel something so expensive should be causing me. I don't like, I you know, I used to be in IT. I work, I don't like to go home and be working on IT stuff. I don't. I, I, that's, a, that's work for me. That's not pleasure in my home to be spending time to try to troubleshoot stuff. I generally get paid for that. I'm not being paid for this. So that's, that's where my frustration is coming from, you know. Um, and I see a lot of other people have the same problem. It's not just me. It's not something I'm doing wrong. Um, so that's the way I feel about it. I don't even want to talk about the phone. No, it's just too bad. It's just too bad. I don't think anything about it is so it's exciting when something so basic doesn't work. Yeah, it's just too bad, though, that right out of the box, you've got this negative experience that mm-hmm. just makes you not even want to look past it Nope. To see what else you can do with the phone that you might love. No, I've got the face ID to work, but it doesn't work if I don't have my glasses on. Oh, no. see, mine works whether I have glasses or not. It takes a while for it to get to the facial recognition. 
because I've had the iPhone X for almost a year now. And I'll, I'll be upgrading when I can because I'm on that Apple plan. So I can upgrade mm-hmm. next month. But it takes a little while, Vicki. So it gets to know you like when you first wake up and your hair's all frazzled like mine uh, with glasses, um, like with no makeup. It, then, then it opens up all the time. It just it's what it does. It just keeps you making you put your passcode in. Um, and it, it learns it. It's kind of like a learned behavior. I very rarely have to put my passcode in anymore. It, it yeah, recognizes my sister, me. My sister doesn't use it at all. She, she got the X um, last, where her, she had like a six or something like that and, and it stopped working. So she got the X and um, she said it never really worked for her, but you know, she doesn't have any patience. She, she probably just didn't set it up right. You know, so uh, she just doesn't use it at all. Um, well, this you're yeah. not the only one because I'm looking on Mac rumors right now, and it says iPhone XS and XS Max owners complain of Wi-Fi and LET connectivity issues. Yeah. So yeah. this is multiple threads. They said that um, you know yeah. when they compare both of them, there's noticeable dis- differences in cellular reception between the um, iPhone 8 and the iPhone X. And they said it's a 15-page thread um, suggesting this is a widespread problem that a lot of new owners are noticing. So, yeah. It says also issues with the battery, and that's going to really uh, suck. I, 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 so I've had some issues. My battery was a 7 Plus only because I saw, got the Apple Watch. You know, the battery started draining a bit. Right. Um. And, uh, you know, this battery uh, on this phone should have improved and should have, should have addressed those issues. Um, I just don't see why Apple keeps releasing shit just to be releasing stuff. You know, it's, it's crazy. Um, and I waited. You know, I didn't want to get the first one, you know. Um, and my, my 7 Plus is, you know... I think I'm pushing it, keeping it that long. You know? Yeah. I, I didn't want to wait till next year to get another phone. Uh, and plus, I'm, I was leasing it. And why am I leasing the old phone? You know, that doesn't make sense. Um, so I, I, I don't know. I might just poke out the 200 bucks that I owe to buy it and just stick with my 7 Plus and call it a day. Uh, because this is, I don't know. It's almost like you need to wait a little while before buying a new iPhone, like you do with the new operating system. You know, I'm not going near Mojave. With all the hell I went through with High Sierra, I'm not going near it, at least not for a while, until I hear people saying that it's really stable and everything is working well. Because I don't need it. I would agree with that because I've had issues with OS updates. Um, on my computer for sure. And, you know, I have to say, hi, Sierra. I, this is a brand new freaking computer. And our longtime listeners probably have heard ad nauseum my saga with with my old iMac, which was a new iMac, but I had, it was a lemon. So they gave me this oh, new one. Sorry, but you have a Sorry alert. <laughs> it's been going, and that's another thing. I can't turn off this Amber Alert. It will, it keeps, it does, I stop, turn it off on the phone. But it keeps going off on my watch. And that's another thing that was draining the battery because every hour and an hour they had this amber alert for this kid. Oh my gosh. Yeah. 
and it just kept going off. Even that late that night, I just, I just, you know, powered the whole thing off and moved it to another room just in case it came on. And I used my watch to turn on uh, to, to as, as an alarm if I oversleep. I said, I didn't care. You know, just, this thing's getting on my nerve all night long. It's buzzing. Well, I have to um, say, um, on a positive note, uh, on a on a positive note that um, I updated my watch and I have the second generation watch um, with a little cracked screen. Don't ask me how that screen cracked, but it's cracked, but it still works and it's fine. Um, I updated to OS 5 because we were camping over the weekend. So my son has the three and he was pretty excited for me to update because he wanted to try out the walkie talkie feature. Now that is cool. But I didn't realize because my I have the language on my um, watch set to French, so Minnie always speaks. She always speaks French to me, and I didn't realize when I was reading because I didn't have my glasses on because I kept pressing the dial, you know, to think I had to press in on the dial to talk. And my son said, "Mom, please, what does it say on the screen?" I said, "It says parlay. It says talk." He said, "Press the yellow dot." I'm like, "Oh my God, I'm being so blonde right now." You're absolutely right. But that is a really cool feature. So you, if it, you have another watch owner, you can do this walkie-talkie function. I think that's really great, actually. Especially, um, I wish my husband would get a watch because that would be really, really convenient than texting. Um, you know, especially if we're hiking together, that'd be hell of a lot uh heck of a lot uh sorry about that <laughs> hell heck same thing <laughs> um you know for that walkie talkie feature because i tend to walk a lot faster than he does so yeah yeah on my three the um mickey mouse mickey and minnie the voice doesn't work anymore it just stopped what and, yeah i said because you know i work with these kids and i used to play with it you know and, and every time they see me they run up to me and they go I want to hear Mickey and Minnie, and, and it's oh, just yeah. stopped working. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So I don't know why that did. But I think maybe um, I, I was hoping that, you know, because uh, one time it, that happened, and I just had to resync my phone, yeah. and my, um, and my watch. Uh, and um, I was hoping that, you know, because I had to connect to a new watch, that it would stop working again, but it didn't. So um, well, I, I don't know why I, it stopped working. There are a couple yeah. of things I liked about the watch, the the new features. Um, if you download the shortcuts app, um, well, I, that's more for the phone, but it will work on, phone, on yeah. your watch. Yeah. yeah. But if you down go into the app store and you download this shortcuts app, it's free. Um, what's really nice is that you can have Siri remind you on your watch. It'll remind you on your phone too, but so. Um, pop up a notification on your watch. Like for instance, you know, if you have to do something that day or you can set up a shortcut where if you want to hear your last, you know, your song that you like to listen to when you walk or a podcast that you like to listen to, you could just do it with shortcuts. And that's kind of nice. And I haven't tried it out yet, but from what I understand, you don't even have to say, hey, Siri, you can just say, you know, play play the current song or, you know, remind me or, or do whatever. Are you talking about your watch? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, let me tell you about, about that, that, um, I f- was playing with that. Cause I heard the same thing. You don't have to do, Hey, phone lady, you just have to pick up the watch. What I was under the impression and I was completely wrong is that you have to put the watch close to your face. And I thought you would see those, that little signal that you would see, those little waveforms, yes. like yes. you do when you say, hey, phone lady, you don't. 
And I kept saying, this isn't working. This isn't working. And I looked it up and like, oh, okay, this is what you have to do. Bring the watch close to your face and then just say, what time to the Red Sox play tonight? Or yes. you know, you know, whatever your question or your request is. But I then don't you to, see I don't it. have to even bring it up to my face. I mean, yes. I, I, I used it last night on my walk. All right, let I me see what happens now. I've, now I've got it at a normal, I've got maybe, you know, a couple inches, yeah. six inches or so from my face. What time is the Red Sox game tonight? Didn't work. It's too far away. Now I'm going to have it right next to my mouth. What time is the Red Sox game tonight? It didn't work. I mean, yeah, what time is the Red Sox game tonight? What time do the Patriots play next week? That's more important. No, it's, no, uh, it's, it's not it working. It yesterday, huh? Yeah, That's mine weird. did too. Yeah, what time do the Red Sox too. play it, tonight? It works sometimes and it, sometimes yeah, it doesn't. It yeah. didn't work. But if I say, hey, Siri. Yeah, if I say, hey, Siri. Hey, Siri. It's not working. Oh, yeah. What time do the Red Sox play tonight? I'm not sure I understand. I says, hello, Suze. Mine just said he doesn't understand. Um, yeah, it's not working. What time do the Red Sox play tonight? Nope. I put it right to my mouth and it didn't work. I don't who know. Play, who plays? Let me see. Hey, Siri. What's the NFL game on Thursday night this week? Nope. I'm not getting anything either. I That's could ask Alexa. Huh. I, I could ask Alexa if you want me to. She's right in my room. <laughs> Alexa's worse, I got to say. No, Alexa's better. <laughs> you know what I'm telling you? I she ask her questions. All the time. And- yeah, and I, I ask her questions off my phone. It works just it's seamlessly. Game this week, huh? Hello. Yep, the Vikings. Okay, here we go. The Vikings play the Rams at seven twenty p.m. Yep, she came up. Yep. So I don't know what what I do like about that. There's going to be an impending um, feature. Is they're going to basically the watch is going to uh, monitor. It always monitors your your pulse in, in the background because if you ever go on to your heart monitor you'll see what your pulse was and it'll say you know a minute ago or four minutes ago this is this was really helpful when I was climbing up Mont Blanc too because I have a heart condition so I really need to monitor my heart rate and when it got over a certain I, I have it set for a, a certain rate but and it, it alerts me which I really appreciate but I also have to monitor it when it gets too fast because of AFib. Um, so, you know, it allows me to sit down and rest. But what's going to happen, and, and my husband was really curious about this too, because um, he was, he's very familiar with this particular medical technology. Um, and it's going to offer an ECG, which is basically an electrocardiogram. Now, normally when you have um, an electrocardiogram, as many of you know, when you go into a doctor's office, they will put leads on your chest and lung, you know, your side, and they can do, you know, various leads. Uh, you can have a 12 lead is really the most accurate. And with an electrocardiogram, it's accurate for pretty much, you know, that moment in time. Um, but what I liked about the technology is that if you're running an arrhythmia or a fib, uh, this is supposed to be rolled out Apple says it's going to be rolled out, I guess, later on this year. But my husband thought because you have to make a circuit, um, because if you think about it, your heart is 
you know, it, 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 it's, it's an electrical uh, organ, you know, everything, your heart rate, um, the way that the blood goes through your atrium and your ventricles, uh, you know, is all, um, it's, it's all uh, like a circuit, an electrical circuit. So he, when he was familiar with this technology, you actually had to touch the device to, 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 you had to either put your finger or something on it and that performed the EKG function. And I don't know if Apple's going to make you do that or not, but I think that's a brilliant function because if you, if they are able to do this on a watch, especially with people that are runners or, you know, um, people that uh, do a lot of exercise, I was just reading in the, the, the Portland Maine paper today where this physician was riding his bike and he was not that old, 61, and he passed away from a heart attack. So, you know, how cool is this going to be that your, your, um, watch can alert you to potentially a life-threatening arrhythmia and you are going to be able to send that on to your physician so i'm not sure how that's going to work but if that is going to if eventually your watch is going to be um, ecg capable i think that's i think that's a brilliant move by apple because i don't know of any particular device right now that's on the market that's able to do that so i i like the health implications of that for people that um, are, are active or even non-active, you know, if they have chest pain or they have, you know, palpitations, that the watch is actually going to be, mon- you know, will we'll record that arrhythmia. I think that's it's, cool. It that's says to touch the digital crown so to generate will, an okay. ECG waveform in 30 seconds. Yeah, it so will indicate, yeah. mm-hmm, it says it will indicate your heart rhythm if it shows signs for AFib or sinus rhythm. Normal, yes. Well, yeah, normal sinus norm. rhythm is what mm-hmm. you want to be in, in SR, yeah. And then it also has some electrodes on the back of the watch to read electrical heart impulses in your wrist. But if I recall, that's going to be for the new watch. That's going to Correct, be for the new watch. For the four, for the Apple Watch 4. And mm-hmm. if I hadn't already bought a watch this year, I would buy this one. That would definitely be the one that I would upgrade to because of my AFib. So that yeah. for me would be fabulous, especially when I'm hiking, you know, yeah. and I'm going up to different altitudes. Yeah. But that's I, that'll my husband will be because he he when he was um, working with the technology, you know, it, it you had to touch the device in order for it to form the circuit to perform the mm-hmm. ECG. So that so that's that's good to know. Yeah, I mean, I don't have AFib, but I do have a heart murmur, and you know, it's fine. I get an echocardiogram every couple of years. But it wouldn't hurt to have some extra data. Not at all, especially especially where you can send it on to your your physician. So say, for instance, you know how, for instance, you know, sometimes when people go to their doctor, they have palpitations or your physician will pick up a arrhythmia during a, you know, a normal um, office visit. Many times they'll send you to a cardiologist and you'll have to wear what's called a halter monitor, you know, and it, it, you have to sometimes wear that, you know, for a few days or even a couple of weeks. And so every time that you have um, any fluttering or palpitations in your chest, you, you know, hit the little button and it records basically an ECG of that time of the event. So that way your doctor can see what your heart is doing when you, f- when you are symptomatic, when you feel those uh, sensations. So what I think, you know, it would be really cool that if, um, I know they're just starting off with like AFib and some maybe minor rhythms, but if they can even make it a little bit more robust, you know, as uh, 
I, I'm not quite certain how they would do that. I, I don't think it can diagnose saying that you're an AFib. I think what it'll do is just take an ECG, but to instantly send it off to, you know, your doctor, if you have a cardiologist or your doctor, I think that's, I think that's just, I think that's really brilliant, actually. Mm. I really do. Mm. I like the fact that, you know, you have, especially if somebody has a diagnosis of some type of heart arrhythmia, that you have like a little, um, you know, monitoring device on your wrist that, you know, can do, also do other things. <laughs> yeah. I love technology. I really do. <laughs> but I think that was really, really um, brilliant. Now, one thing that I noticed, I updated uh, on Wednesday, my watch and my phone. And then on Thursday, we went on a trip to Cleveland. And what I noticed was uh, at our hotel, it's about six-tenths of a mile from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And next to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, if you're not familiar with Cleveland, is First Energy Stadium, where the Cleveland Browns play. So as you're walking from the hotel into that area, it's very slightly downhill. And as you're walking back, naturally, it means it's going to be a little bit uphill. Well, I walk quickly. And I forgot, you know, I've been in the car for seven hours, so I'm not really getting any credit. And as we're walking, all of a sudden, I felt a tap on my wrist. And it said, I see you're doing a workout. You know, I see your, you know, your heart. I forgot exactly how it was worded. I see you're doing a work. It looks like you're doing a workout or you're walking or whatever. Would you like me to start a workout? And I said, yes. And then I looked down and it already gave me credit for the amount of time I'd been walking. Yeah, that's a new feature. Though. Yeah. So that worked really yeah. well. That worked really well because that happened a few it times. Makes sense too. Yeah, because you. Why do you have to turn that thing, that activity thing on? And I will forget to turn it off most of the time. Well, I like the, w the way that they've also included hiking. They've included yoga. They've included a lot more, um, ex you know, types of exercise that it monitors, which is and it you know also opens quickly. It used to be. To, it used to get to the point where I'd go to the gym. And I'd press the crown and I'd click on workout. And it would give me the list eventually. And then I'd have to wait about two minutes before I could even scroll through to say, this is what I want. It would finally, you know, be able to hit it. And then you know how you get the, the circle? It will say mm -hmm. ready, then three, two, one, and it starts counting. I would get ready. And then a minute later, it would be like three, two. And then it would stay there. I'm like, oh, come on. So it's been really good the last couple of days, at least, to be able to hit the workout button, hit the workout, boom, starts. Because I did that a lot. When we, you know, I said, when we were in Cleveland, we walk all over the city. We walk to the baseball game. We walk to the football game. Actually, we walked to the stadium, walked back to our hotel, walked back to the stadium. You know, that was two miles by the time I did that. And he, would you like to start a workout? Oh, yeah, that's right. You know, that was great. Well, I read something interesting today, too, with the watch for is that if you're over 65, if you if you mm -hmm. put the health care kit, you actually have an ability to um, uh, set a feature. It's a fall detection. So if you fall, if you take a hard fall, it will tell you it looks like you've taken a hard fall and you can call for um, 911, which I think, again, that's really cool, too. If it it will keep asking you, I guess. And for one you, minute. Yes. And then it will call, which is great. But th what I read today, um, there are some legal ram ramifications because I guess it's with the Fourth Amendment. 
So if you have 911 come into your house and say, for instance, you have, you know, three or four joints on your table, basically that's a felony. So that's what some uh, legal um, uh, experts were saying well, is that yeah, in Texas, obviously, not in California. Well, obviously Texas, <laughs> not California. <laughs> yeah, if you fall in Texas, you're a, you're gonna, that's a felony. But, uh, mm-hmm. you know, so they were saying, did Apple think this? They were asking the question. They were, uh, you know, asking this question, did Apple think this through? You do have the ability to turn off the fall detection, but they said maybe perhaps it would be better that you go through maybe put a trusted contact in, rather than 911. So it calls your cr- trusted contact in. So it's going to be interesting how that plays out because I'm yeah, sure but I, can't you, you, that Apple not, I can't believe Apple with their massive legal team would not have um, taken that into consideration. Well, my, my understanding though, is it turns on automatically if you're 65. So because the three of us are under 65, it would be off to begin. I want I want mine on because I don't want any delay for nine one one to come help me. The longer you delay, the more opportunity for you to pass uh, uh, to to the situation to get worse. You see people all the time running around screaming instead of calling nine one one right away. You know I rather get the ding for uh, 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 incorrectly calling them or calling them when it was an emergency than to have an emergency and then they call somebody else who's not even there. Yeah. No. <laughs> so what good is that gonna do? <laughs> no, you do have an option to to turn it off and turn it on, Elisa. It's that yes. you pull up the Apple Watch app on your iPhone and you scroll down to emergency and you can tap it and you can and you can flip it to fall detection. You can shut it on or off if you're sixty. No, no. Oh, no, no. no what I'm saying is when it, if if it notice if it knows that you're seventy two years old, it's going to automatically turn it on. And if you're under sixty five, it's going to automatically turn it off. But you can flip it. You can turn it on, and someone who's seventy two can turn it off. That's all I was saying. Oh, because I I'm reading it. I'm looking at it right now, and it's it doesn't matter what age you are. You can you can either flip it on or flip it off. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, it doesn't matter if you're. I, I guess I don't understand because it doesn't matter. No, it's saying it's like if, it, if if the watch knows that you are 65 years old, it's automatically going to turn the fall detection on without you doing anything. It's automatically going to turn it on. If you're under 65, it's automatically going to turn it off. But you can obviously turn it on if it's off and you can turn it off if it's on. It's just Apple saying you're at the age where you are more likely to fall. We better turn this on for you. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, Don't you get a choice. <laughs> that's, that's what I had read. Yeah. I'm not seeing that. You too. Oh, I'm, I'm, you're going to fall. Looking at the, I'm looking at somebody that has it and there. You can turn it on or off. Yeah. But what they're saying is, is that if you have, say, for instance, an um, an elderly person, I would say, uh, a loved one, you can rather than I mean, there's life alert. Uh, my grandmother had life alert on and it functions the same way. But the person, it doesn't automatically detect when you have a fall. The person has to fall and then you press life alert and then, you know, they send someone. This one is pretty cool because it's going to actually detect when somebody has a fall and let's face it you know there are so many things that create fall risks when you're older but sometimes people are on psychotropic medications that you know um 
you know, cause dizziness um, and they're more prone to a fall. Fall risk is always the big thing when you're in a healthcare facility. Um, people assessing your faults, fault, uh, your fall risk, your age, um, you know, your mobility level. So I think that's, you know, it's going to be very interesting. It, to me, it's going to be interesting how that also plays out because, you know, what happens if you have uh, your, you know, the watch, the watch is calling 911 all the time because you have somebody that's really prone to falls, you know, do they, what's the next step? Do they just continue to wear the watch and be called all the time? Because I think, you know, is that going to, um, I'm just thinking, you know, hypothetically here, is that going to cause a more of an uptick in 911 calls for people? Well, here's you know, an article. Yeah. Services. See, here's an article. I'm not sure what this website is. It's called BGR.com. And mm-hmm. it says uh, it's, you will not, it will not be turned on by default unless you're at least 65 years old or if you have not specified your age inside the health app. And one other problem that people are noticing with it, the downside to turning it on, it says that the more physically active you are, the more likely you are to trigger fall detection due to high impact activity that can appear to be a fall. Mm-hmm. Yep. I can say that. I can, I can see that. So, I, so I think 65, though, to be honest with you, is a little young. You know, I can understand more if it was like 70 or 75, but 65, that's that's kind of young, to be so, quite frank. Maybe so, if you, <laughs> so if you're breakdancing, then they would probably trigger it. <laughs> yeah, that's going to trigger. <laughs> well, you know, I do think, you know, that what I think is pretty cool about it though is if you did have an apple watch and say for instance you were out hiking you know i think it's really smart mm-hmm. to have it. Mm-hmm. and it does just say because i would even though i'm not 65 if i'm hiking by myself or something i'm damn well going to put that fall detection on yeah. because you know all it takes is just one slide and you know you're not going to be thinking oh geez how do i call my husband it'd be great if the phone especially if you're knocked out for god's sake you know if you're potential head injury. So I do think that's, I, I love the way that they're really making it, that they're, they're creating a watch to, you know, for fall detection and ECG and, and, you know, more of a, um, of a, really a holistic type thing for people's health. And of course, all the workout stuff that they upgraded. I'm very happy about that. I, I think they did a brilliant update as far as iOS 5. I really like it. So on a positive note, I'm very happy with iOS 5. I mean, excuse me, watch OS 5. If it thinks you fell, you get a screen that says, it looks like you've taken a hard fall. And then it gives you options. You can choose, I fell, but I'm okay. I did not fall or emergency SOS, which will call... 911 and a contact if you you know put your husband in yep. or your spe- you know yep. friend spouse whomever they'll get a hold of that person to let them know that you fell um yeah i th- i definitely think it's more positive than negative oh i do too i do too i mean they're going to figure out the legal stuff but like i said i can't imagine that apple's um team of attorneys did not you know think about the 4th amendment and everything else that entails i mean they're pretty savvy I do, I'm very, but I am happy with the, I mean, that would be something that um, because I do a lot of hiking and I'm doing more and more that I would probably eventually like to upgrade to the four um, for the ECG. And I kind of like the fall detection too. I think that's really cool. 
because otherwise I'm very happy with my watch. I have to say, I, I don't mind my second, my little cracked second gen watch. Now, one thing I did notice uh, in the drive to, well, to and from Cleveland, it must have known I was in the car because, you know, one of the things I've always said about the watch is uh, all I have to do is move my arm around and I get the stand credit. That mm-hmm. still holds true because I just did it as we're recording. I just got the notification, hey, you got to stand up. And I just, you know, wave my arm around. I just got the credit. However, in the car, forget it. It must have known we were driving or something. I am waving my arms around. I'm clapping. I'm doing all this stuff. It refused to give me credit. Hmm. So I I don't know. I don't know either. Um, I don't know. Some things are just kind of iffy with other people. I like we were talking about briefly before we we started recording was that um, a lot of iPhone X users have noticed when they upgraded to iOS 12 how um, there's a change in color on the screen. You know, people and, and you know, and it's it's very obvious with X owners. I don't know about the brand new phone, but um, they're saying that basically the color calibration is off. There's no contrast in colors. Um, the black seem to be, you know, uh, you know, deeper. It's throwing there. It's throwing a lot of people off. And they were saying that you know, when you are editing photos, say for instance in Snapseed or Pixel Maker. Um, Perhaps you don't want to because if you're on an X right now, until they come uh, until Apple comes out with a fix or an, uh, for an iOS 12, because the calibration is so off that you might be editing a perfectly good photograph. So I haven't noticed it because I tend to keep True Tone off. I don't like the yellow tone of True Tone. I hate it. My eyes tend to be I like clear color. Um, so I usually have that feature turned off and I have my brightness probably about three quarters of the way up. And I have to honestly say, I haven't really noticed any difference in my photographs as yet, but I really haven't gone out to really test that. But on my screen, on the OLED screen, I really haven't noticed on my X personally, I haven't noticed uh, an issue, but a lot of, a lot of X owners have, and it's in it, they're They're very upset about it. You know, there is one thing I did notice the other day about, uh, iOS 12 in messages in the lower left hand side when you're doing changing the keyboard to a number keyboard or the emoji they mm-hmm. flip them so on the phone I'm looking at my phone right now if I keep it in portrait mode it's the way it always was lower left hand side has the number and then to the right of that is the emoji if I flip it into landscape those two buttons switch you have huh. emoji to the left and the number to the right. If you look on your iPad, and I have an iPad Air 2, whether I'm in landscape or um, portrait, the emoji is now on the left and the number to the right. And my muscle memory knows where to go for the emoji, and I keep hitting the numbers instead. I'm looking here. Huh. You see see how they're flipped? Um. Say that again, because okay. I'm not seeing it flipped for me, but that's... Okay. Are you on your phone? I am on my phone. Okay. Hold it in portrait. Now, maybe it's just because I have an iPhone 8, and maybe with you having the X, it's different. But I've got a text message open. Mm-hmm. I do, too. And at the bottom, the, you know, you got the space. Yep. And then all the way to the left, I've got the number keyboard, 
the yes. numbered button, and then to the right of that is the emoji or the other keyboard. Flip that to landscape. The emoji and the numbers flip-flop. I don't have any emoji there. My um, I don't. My emoji is is when you flip your um, keyboard. You know the little world um, mm-hmm. sign. Yeah, that gives you your different keyboards. So I have a bunch of different keyboards, but no, it's right underneath the numbers. And then you have your uh, if you put it in portrait, the the change the keyboard feature. The little world um, icon mm-hmm. is below yeah. numbers, and the microphone is below the return. Yeah, and then when you flip it, yeah, and then if you flip it to landscape, uh, landscape, excuse me, the world icon is directly left to the the number, and then your yes. microphone, yeah, is yeah. Uh, is directly right to the the writing feature of. I don't under that's that's the way it's always been. Now the numbers used to be on the left, and the world was on the right, not the right of the space bar, the the left of the oh, space bar. No, I mean. yeah, it has the emoji there. Yeah, she's right. They've just, they took, they took, instead of being mm-hmm. in spot one and two, now it's in two and one. They flipped them. Mm-hmm. They flipped them. Oh, I them. see. Okay. Yeah. So, so yeah. now I've got the world on the left and to the right of the world is the numbers. But if I flip my phone back into portrait, you've got number and then the world. Mm-hmm. I mean, a minor little no, thing. But no, it's like, I why did world, you do that? I, no, no, no. I have world and then the number in landscape mode. I correct. Have wor- yes. That's Correct. But in portrait, it's yep. number and then world. And it was always number to the left and world to the right. Yeah. And in place, it has that emoji thing there now. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like not the end of the world, but like I said, muscle memory. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Just one of those weird things. I do like, um, I do like this stupid you know, I'm not one with stickers or anything, but I have to tell you, I I thought the emojis were kind of fun, but now you can create your own emoji with your face. It doesn't, it's not as good as bit emoji or some of the other ones, but it is kind of fun. So yeah, um, they don't give you that many options. For no, me. they don't really give you that yeah. many options. I, I look a little more realistic in the other ones, but still it's, yeah. it's kind of fun. Yeah. Now the, the, the thing that's been, it tries to tell me how much screen time I've used, how much, uh, you know, I feel like I don't want to know. So just shut up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know I'm addicted to my phone. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. But um, I, the, the notifications, I, I'm still up in the air about it. They batch your notifications. So if you, for instance, if you have Facebook, rather than being notified, um, you know, and having to scroll down, they batch it, which it cleans up the screen. And I do like that. Mm-hmm. And then you, you, you know, if you press and hold on it, you can clear them, which is, is nice too, yeah. or just yeah. get out of, but one I, feature, I think I like that. One feature I was looking forward to is that the dual SIM things, because my current, uh, my soon job I'm going to have will provide me with an iPhone and I don't want to carry around two iPhones. So it'll be, it's going to be pretty cool to be able to just pop that SIM out and put it in and just have one phone. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So. See, and I don't think this screen time is accurate. I'm looking at it right now and it's saying, <laughs> for example, it's saying today, the most used was overcast at nine minutes. That's not right. I used it for a lot more than nine minutes. So, mm. and I've, I've seen that before over the, you know, 
I've, like I said, if I only did this since Wednesday, so I haven't had a whole lot of time to really play with it. It's saying my daily average is one minute. That is mm. so not true. That for overcast, so not true. That's how I listen to podcasts. I mean, it should be more like a couple of hours. Yeah, but especially how long have you had the iOS device? I mean, uh, uh, the, the iOS installed. It may be coming. It may start. No, this is today. This is this is. You know how you can oh, do with your today, battery today? It's last seven you days. Mean, you spend a couple of hours already today. At least, I would say, probably an hour and a half. Because mm-hmm. some of it was in the car, listening through, you know, listening through the Bluetooth on my, uh, in my car, but it was through the phone. Mm-hmm. And then I always have on a speaker when I'm taking a shower, so I'm listening and getting ready. So, so, yeah, this is showing, even over the last seven days, it's saying an average of nine minutes a day. That is so not true. Mm-hmm. They're doing that average. <laughs> so I don't know. I mean, and I noticed this before when I was kind of playing with screen time a little bit. I'm thinking this really isn't accurate. And I've heard other people say the same thing. They didn't feel it was truly representative of what they were doing. Hmm. So we'll have to see. Well, I don't want to know. There's some things I want to know, but it's like going to a fortune teller. I don't want to know. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it doesn't really mean anything like it's telling me, you know, you picked up your phone. Oh, what is this? Oh, you had 61 notifications, which is around eight per day. I don't know. I I don't know. I don't pay attention to how many I get or don't get. Uh, You picked up your phone 24 times. I'm like, that's like so under under reported. I pick it up a lot. And sometimes I'm just picking it up because I'm moving from room to room. I don't keep it in my pocket. I just pick it up and I bring it into the next room. Well, if that's considered a pickup, you're not including that. It doesn't seem like you are. I, I don't know. I, I spend most most of my time in the settings. <laughs> you know, obviously I'm trying to set the thing up. That's reason right. Right. Yeah. yeah so mm-hmm. like it said, I was in uh, the app bat, which is uh, mm-hmm. uh, an MLB app for five minutes. I'm like, yeah, that's not true. I had it open for hours at the football game the other night. Um so, well, I don't know. the other thing I think they did, which, um, I mean, I, I'm, I'm trying to think how do I want to word this, is that, say, for instance, you're in the message app, and you take a selfie at the Red Sox game, Elisa. You take a selfie mm-hmm. of you and Tom. Mm-hmm. So, after you take that photo, then if you um go to i think it's the star if you if you um go to the little star icon it allows you to add different filters which is kind of cool so and they have a whole bunch of them i i didn't realize until i started reading what was new in ios 12 and actually that's kind of nice i think it's nice to add the filters you can also edit the photo um there too right after you could do that anyway but the the filters are kind of nice for a real quick um you know a real uh a real quick edit and then you and then you send it so they did that i don't care about the stickers you know the stickers are just not my thing i know you know i guess it's a generational thing i really couldn't care less about um stickers but i do you know i think the filters were kind of nice so but not for me really i I don't mind not no, not for the iphone 8 because oh. we were doing this when um, oh. the other night i think it was wednesday night um, I was doing a group chat with 
Melissa and Mike and Kevin, you know, from uh, Geeky Show Ever, because we had all updated. I'm like, why is this not working? Well, I had the least, you know, phone. Everybody else had either an iPhone. I think, you know, I think Kevin might have an 8 also. But Melissa has an 8 Plus, and I believe Mike has a 10, and it was working for them. It's like, aha, that's why. Well, you know, I the other thing that, you know, my son was showing me, and I think it is very cool. You know, I've always wondered why we have all this technology in the phone. And I remember when I first had my 3GS, they had an app that used AR, augmented reality. So my husband and I were in Tucson at the time. And we were looking for this little restaurant and we could not find it. And I said, well, wait a minute, let me open up this app. So when I opened up the app and I typed in the restaurant, it literally showed me where down the street it was. And I thought that is so clever, but I haven't really seen a lot of things where they are. Well, now they came out with a measure, uh, a function that's on your phone and tell me you do have that, but you, you basically, you know, you add a point um, and and it measures. So how cool is that when you're working on something or you're trying to figure out where to hang a, a, a photograph uh, on the wall? You can kind of, you know, you know, say, okay, I want to measure that. And maybe I'll make it a little bit bigger. You know, I, I think that is very, very clever. The, the, I, I'm glad they're finally using some augmented reality because I think that I think this is a really cool function. Cool I just feature. measured my computer as you're talking. I'm measuring it. Yeah, I mean, I mean that's that's really neat. I just wish there were more features. You know, oh, I'm measuring the window that I have open, and how big is that? Yeah, I already had an app that did this. A ten and a half by nine and a half. Um, I I didn't. The, which one was it, Elisa? Uh, I mean, uh, Vicky, because I don't remember that one. Uh, I I don't remember. I, it's not on my my phone anymore. I just used it once to measure something. No, I yeah, like I had that. the measure. It was called measures. That's what I was yeah, using. Probably. Oh, yeah, measures. Okay. Now I'm also clicking here next to the yeah. you know in the new app. There's uh you can click a button at the bottom. It says measure or level. Mm-hmm. This level yeah. is so much easier to use. Yeah, it is. Well, it that's is. the spirit level. They've always had the spirit level. When you opened up your um, oh come on, was uh, it the compass? Yes, yes, thank you. And you put it to landscape mode, then the spirit level would come up. Yeah, they've had those because I love that spirit level because that's how we used to see if the um, when we go camping, if the trailer is level or not. I just put my my phone up. I used to just, you know, open up the compass and you put it on your land. guess it's gone now. The but the the thing is, which I think is cool about measures, like how many times have you wondered if something's going to fit somewhere, you know, whether it's in your bedroom or, you know, like a love seat. Gosh, I wish I had had that because yeah. we forgot our tape measure. And like, oh, crap, we've got to, you know, check that out. I, I think that's clever. And I'm really happy they um, I'm really happy they included that in iOS 12. So you had mentioned earlier, Suze, uh, shortcuts. Have you used them? I just started adding them to my shortcut app. So I will be using them, but I just started adding the different shortcuts. So I have a shortcut for music and I have a shortcut for a podcast. What else do I have a shortcut for? Yeah, Apple you can do has photos, a- but I don't care about shortcutting to photos, to be honest with you. Apple has a huge guide on their website about uh, shortcuts. Oh, good. I have to look at that because I want to make sure I do it. I, I utilize it correctly. Yeah, no, it's it's not that intuitive. 
to ask. That's what I'm thinking too. Yeah. And, you know, I guess it was trial and error to figure it out, but, you know, I don't have the time to figure it out. It'll be a while before I start using that. Well, you know what I thought was interesting is that, you know, I, one of the apps that I really like on my phone and I have a shortcut, you know, um, normally if you open up your home screen and you scroll to the left, that's where you have all your little widgets, your shortcut screen. And I have, I have Shazam on there. Well, Apple, I guess what, for $400 million just bought Shazam. So I don't know what that's going to, how they're going to include that into everything. But I do love my Shazam app. I can't tell you how many times I'm in like a, you know, a little cool place, a little coffee shop and they, and they have some great songs. They have a great playlist and you think, oh, what is this song? Or, you know, it, it also helps me to win arguments, you know, when we're, <laughs> when we're, when my husband said, no, Suze, you're dealing with the master, you know, that's, <laughs> this is all like, okay, I'm shazamming it. And, you know, more often than not, he's <clears throat> sometimes right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I used to use Hound, but Shazam, because Shazam wasn't as good, but yeah. now it's better, it's better than Soundhound. Oh, Shazam yeah. is great because, you know, when I was in yeah. France a few months ago, um, I was listening, they have this, it's called uh, French 24 and French, French Bleu. It's called, um, you know, France Bleu, excuse me. And it's a great radio station and they have different regions. So, you know, they, it's a mixture of like talk show plus music. And they had these, this great, you know, these great bands and these singers on. And I was like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, what is this? So it would tell me, it was like, great, this is fabulous. So I, I ended up getting turned on to like, I don't know, four or five new French artists this year. So I love Shazam. It's, yeah. it's just a, it's a great app. I use it a lot. I will say that I use Shazam probably at least once or twice a week. Easy. Yeah, I've used it on TV shows when you hear like theme music or yeah. some mm-hmm. kind of music going on or you hear a song in a commercial and you're like, I know that song. What is that? And you're right. Yeah. I, pro- I probably should put it on my home screen because usually by the time I get to it, the song is over. Yeah, yeah. because, you know, Vince uh, Gilligan, I've been, we've been addicted to Better Call Saul this, this season. It's oh, Better Call Saul is in the best season right now. It is so awesome. We, and, we're six know, episodes behind. Oh, it's so good. Last night was great. But Vince always uses um, music to set the mood of that particular episode. I love the way that he uses music. He did the same thing in Breaking Bad. I just, I love the way he does that. And so many times, you know, my husband are like, oh, who's, who did this song? So, you know, Shazam it. And boom, two minutes later, we have, I mean, not even two seconds later, we have Shazam is so fast. It's, yeah. it's See, just- and I do the same thing with the Internet Movie Database. I'm constantly on there looking like, okay, I know that actor. Where do I remember him from? And then you just look it up. You're like, that's right. I saw him in th- you know, this movie or he was in this TV show. I, that's on my home screen. I'm in it constantly. Oh, that's, yeah, that's a good idea too. Or I... sometimes if I'm watching something and I have absolutely no idea what the plot is supposed to be, I'll look it up and have, <laughs> what is that's, this movie about? <laughs> that's cheating. That's called spoilers. That's... <laughs> well, no, I'm not looking for the spoilers. It's like, I don't have... I remember watching when we had stars, I watched the TV show American Gods, which was just, oh, my God, what the hell is going on here? Oh, Neil Gaiman. And, uh, the, book, the book was hard, too. Yeah. And yeah. I would open up the – I'd open up Internet Movie Database and look it up and see what the description was of the show because I just had no idea what they were doing. Yeah. No, that's true. I, I have to agree with you on that. Yeah. That, or did that, this movie win an Oscar or, you know, it, it, I know it won an Oscar, but I can't remember if it was actress or supporting actress or, you know, whatever. So 
I think one of the, uh, I, think, I, don't, I don't remember, I think it's uh, the fire stick. If you hit the up button, it will tell you who's on the screen at that moment. Yes. Yeah, the x-ray, they call it. Yeah. yeah. If you watch it on your iPad, too, if you're watching a, a, a Amazon Prime video, it'll show that, mm-hmm. too, which sometimes mm-hmm. can be annoying because it'll pop up when you don't want to, like, go away. But then at the same time, it's also nice because especially when you're watching a show like uh, Mozart in the Jungle, where they were playing a lot of classical music, it would tell you the name of the piece. Mm-hmm. So if it was something you were interested in, you could buy it. So. Yeah, I'm I'm looking more at the, I really do have to read about the shortcuts because this, it, for one thing, it keeps crashing, the, the app, which is interesting. It keeps, the app it continues. Oh, really? To, yeah, uh-huh. But, um. Wow. They have, you know, I like the fact they have shortcuts for Siri. So for me, that's what I would definitely be using it, um more for like i like the fact that you know you have a shortcut for series if uh for siri to take a photo and i like that very much because you know a lot of times by the time you you know press your little camera icon on your lock screen and go into the photo app this way it'd be much faster i think so yeah i i don't know i and i do like apple music i think everyone knows how much i like apple music and i love the way that you know when you look up something on shazam it bring, goes right into apple music and downloads the song for you um and they do have shortcuts for apple music so that for me i will use all the time because i you know i like to have uh i like to have music on so i i'll definitely be using shortcuts for music hmm, but I'll yeah it's it's that. crashed like three times so i may just need to restart my phone but you can get directions for home too um, immediately, which that's really nice. I, which, you know, a lot of times I get someplace and then I need to, I usually just go into maps and, you know, look for home. And then, so the shortcut just makes, I think it makes easier. The other thing you can do is log your water, which that's kind of nice too. Yeah. I, I mean, I think I, once I get playing with shortcuts, I'll probably use it a lot more. Yeah. I just need time. Said, I downloaded it. We went away. I've been so busy yesterday and today. I just haven't had the time, and I don't think I'm really going to have the time till maybe next week. When shortcuts used to be workflow, I would look at it, and I, I don't know, it was just too much. And I also think that for me, for just for my lifestyle, me personally, it didn't really have anything that would help me. Well. They have a pizza assistant. Call a pizza place and add a reminder to pick it up. Oh, heck yeah. <laughs> That's something go. I do not forget. I do not forget <laughs> to pick up the pizza after I call in. So yeah, I don't have to worry either. about that. I don't have to worry about that one. No, but actually, I will look at Apple Music. If somebody downloads the Shortcuts app, you have library and then you have gallery and the gallery tells you, Oh my gosh, it's, I'm still scrolling down. It, it really is great. I mean, you can convert um, photos to, I'm always going to say GIF. I know some people say GIF, but anyway, um, Oh, there you go. A shortcut to pronounce. Is it GIF or GIF? <laughs> Let Siri decide. So it has a bunch of stuff and also has translate text, which is great too. Yeah, I I think I think this is really interesting, and I think it it works with a lot of uh, like Bear. I love the Bear app; uh, it's a great writing app. And 
you it has shortcuts into bear i think when people start to use this i think it's it's going to be really nice it, with it, like with anything that apple introduces sometimes it just takes a it's a little bit of a learning curve and i think this might be just a, you know i think once people start using it more, i know once i start using it more i'll probably think oh my god i can't live without it yeah it's usually what happens mm -hmm. i mean i'm sure i'll find something mm. Uh, I just need to time take the time to look it up. I mean, maybe one about music. I just get a little worried about Apple Music um, because what I did is, I think last week, it was either last week or the week before, I got brave again and I turned Apple Music, music in the iCloud library on, on my Mac. And it just does such a number on my computer that I had to turn it off again. Hmm. It just... What do you mean? It, it, it just it just screws things up and then it duplicates things and oh it's just such a mess that i end up turning it back off again but the only way that i can get the music that i own onto my ipad and my phone is to turn it on so that all the music goes up to the cloud and then i can download it onto my devices so yeah, every couple exactly. of months I'm probably going to have to turn it on on my computer, let everything upload, turn it back off again so I can download it to my iDevices. Yeah. It just it ugh, it just makes there, a mess. There is and... some issues with Apple Music. I mean, I do love the fact because if you think about how we used to purchase music um, before Napster. <laughs> mm. um, Napster was was awesome, but um, <laughs> you're you know, dating yourself. Oh, my. oh, I used I, it too. I know. I Well, you know what? It is what it is. I am the age I am. <laughs> but anyway, um, you know, when you when you would go to, say, for instance, you know, like Barnes & Noble or Borders and you'd buy a CD for one darn song, you know, it's like, I got to have that song. And then Napster came along and you could have the song. <clears throat> it's kind of free. Um, I knew eventually something was going to have to to implode on that, which it did. But, you know, I don't mind paying. Yeah, we pay for a family membership. I don't mind paying 15 bucks because I get all the music I want. I get French artists. I, I, I have very eclectic uh, tastes in music. Um, so I get all my music. The, and I love it because that's the cost of, that's less than the cost of a CD that I used to pay for. And we used to go at least, you know, we'd buy a CD, you know, once a month or once every couple months. So I don't mind that. Um, the only thing I do mind is when I do download it on my devices. And the thing is, is that um, I don't have unlimited data with AT&T any, any longer. They stopped offering that when um, I uh, upgraded my plan. So the problem is, is that, you know, when you download your music, it's great because then I can listen to it when I'm walking or I'm biking or I'm doing something. But all of a sudden, randomly, you know, I, I've had, I've had, you know, like I have certain music downloaded to listen to when I'm walking or biking or, or whatever. It just, it just becomes undownloaded. I haven't done anything. I have everything in, in the iCloud. So that really irritates me because then my husband found out the same thing. We have to re-download, you know, entire albums. So that, I'm not sure why that happens, but it, I will say it is kind of irritating. I don't think I've had that happen. My problem, and I had it as recently as yesterday, is I like to listen to albums on iTunes or yeah, through Apple Music. And then if I like it, I like to buy it because I'm still old school. I like to own my music because at any time they can pull it away. 
they can decide, right. you you know, we're not offering the Eagles anymore. So, oh, well, I'd rather buy the Eagles and know that it's mine. But I was listening to an album and it either will show the blue bar across the top as if it had already played and nothing happens. And then hmm. I'll have to come over and skip to the next song or it will start playing a song and then partway through it skips to the next one. Like, whoa, wait a minute. So I called Apple once about it and I'm like, what the heck? What's going on? I cleared the, you know, I cleared the cache, da 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 da. And they said it could be a permissions issue. So we reset the permissions, worked great until it didn't. Hmm. And I've reset the permissions twice since then. So it's not a permissions issue. So I have no idea what's going on. I said, I do not have this problem on the iPad or the phone. Just on the map. So what is, does it affect all the songs you have or just select ones? Or? No, if I go on, like if you tell me, you know, the Eagles just put out a new album. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Let me go listen to it. And I pull it up and I start to play it. Maybe it'll play start to finish. Maybe it won't. Hmm. I was listening to, um, they just released Jesus Christ Superstar that they showed on Easter on NBC. So I was attempting to listen to that. Some of the songs would not play. I had to skip to the next one, and others were playing, and then halfway through, it skipped to the next song. Mm. I was like, this isn't what I want. Well, I will say that, I don't know if you noticed, I just noticed this. I just opened up Apple Music, mm-hmm. and now they have lyrics. So basically, if you go into Apple Music, if you select yeah. that, and you yeah. just put in a lyric, like I just put, mm-hmm. you were just talking about the Eagles, so I said, on a dark, uh, on a dark desert, and right away, H- Hotel California came up. I'm like, yeah. oh, that's awesome because you know some yeah and you can actually yeah you you can actually store lyrics in there too and you click on this button when the song is on that's like a little thing at the top there's the lyrics there oh that's terrific because they don't have all the lyrics to the song so the the ones that they don't you can just grab them and download uh, and copy them into the uh, file um the song information section i my husband and i have this thing where he says you know suze you don't hear lyrics right i said mike of course I hear lyrics, right? It sounds like that. And do you remember that um, blinded by the light? It says, it, yes. to me, it's blinded by the light, wrapped up like a douche in the middle yep. of night. And he said, it's a deuce. I said, well, what the heck is a deuce? It's a douche or it's a deuce. <laughs> and so it's deuce. But I'm telling you, if you listen to that, what is it, Manfred Man that sings it, or and mm-hmm. it's wrapped up like a douche. They definitely say the word douche. I am insistent they say that word. They I don't, don't think Bruce Springsteen douche. wrote that. No. <laughs> well, it's like it's like a Creedence Clearwater revival, Bad Moon Rising. There's the bathroom on the right. See, I well, it's the Bad, bad moon. moon Rising. There's the, the bathroom. Yeah, yeah, the, the what do they bad. call it? Misheard, misheard lyrics. Yeah, there's yeah. the there's the bathroom yeah. on the right. There's there's did a I whole bunch you, of songs. Oh, it's um, tell you my sister my sister thought love is a hurting thing was love is a hurricane. <laughs> uh, Jimi Hendrix, um, what is it? Jimi Hendrix, excuse me while I kiss the kiss the sky. It's yeah. excuse me while I kiss this guy. <laughs> so there's well, all. The I, I always thought it was kiss the sky. Oh yeah, but yeah, you know, it, let me see. There's well, this anyway, this, this, yeah, the lyric, there's the lyric feature is going to be awesome because then I can you know. I, before I make a jerk out of myself, I can kind of like get the lyrics. <laughs> yeah, there's I like you can go on a whole career out of that. <laughs> I yeah, know you can go on uh, on um, 
go on Google and just type in misheard lyrics, and there's a whole bunch of websites here for. I don't really mishear. Rocket Man is probably one, but that was a hard one. I I did. There was a commercial um, about that, and there I can't remember if it was Volkswagen or Kia or something, and it the girl. Um, I think it's the guy or the girl, but anyway, Rocket Man comes on and she's singing to it, and she also is singing, you know, wrongly. She has the wrong lyrics, and that, and I feel for that one because that one is a hard one too. I had to actually look up the lyrics to that, but you know, it is what it is. But I, I do yeah. like that feature. Is that a new feature, Vicky? Because I haven't seen this one before. It just came up when I. I just saw. It. I think it's new. Yeah. Searching, yeah. searching by lyrics or having the lyrics. So the lyrics have always been there. It'll, it'll, it'll do search. both. It'll do. Yeah. You, it, it'll search for the lyrics, and if you can't find them, you can always copy them and put them into the song information. And then when it's when you're playing that song, you click at the top of the little button at the top of iTunes, and yeah. there's the lyrics will pop up. That'll be cool. Now, yeah, and I think they got Shazam. You know how Shazam takes a song and they, mm-hmm. um, yep. the, the, as the song is playing, the lyrics to pop up, that's probably what they're going to do. That's the next step. I bet they're going to do that. So you can do karaoke. <laughs> you can, oh, you know the other thing I really, really like that has been a thorn in my side, and I noticed they changed it, and I did try it out yesterday, was that um, in the portrait mode in when you take a photograph in, in the camera app, the native camera app, I like the portrait, portrait mode. It, it, um, it's, it's, it's a, it's kind of iffy at times. And what it does, it, it basically kind of blurs out the background. Um, so basically when you take a photograph of a person in portrait mode, the person will be clear and kind of delineated from the background. And normally Mm -hmm. To do something like that, you know, in photography, you have to have the right lens to be able to do that. It has to be the right focal length. And so Apple made that. I used to do that in Snapseed and stuff. <clears throat> they had a apps, third-party apps that would do that. But portrait mode allows you to do that. But to do that, um, like in a lens for a landscape, because the portrait mode is searching for um, a face. So when I was in Maine, um, I, I, my, I brought my friends from Oregon. They came out to visit. They'd never seen New England before. So we, I did a smorgasbord trip for them. So we did Cape Cod and Martha's Vineyard and Maine and New Hampshire and blah, blah. So they wanted to see the Portland Headlight, which is a very, very famous lighthouse <clears throat> in, near Portland. And, you know, there are just a – it's probably one of the most photographed lighthouses in the world. So I, it's sometimes very hard to get an angle. So they were doing the little tour around it and uh, taking photographs. And I thought, hmm, how can I photograph it without it being the, cent- the center of the photograph? And they had some gorgeous beach roses on this um, old weathered fence around it and nobody else was there. So I said, well, maybe I'll try to use the portrait mode to kind of have the roses focused, but yet the headlight in the back blurred out and it did work. But what they did now is that you can actually change that, which is great because it was a real iffy thing. Sometimes it would blur, sometimes it wouldn't. So now when you take a, a, a picture with the portrait mode, um, you can edit it and if you if you where it says depth of field because those that's really what you're changing is the depth of field you can blur that um before you even save the photograph so i think that's really kind of cool 
So I'm glad they changed that. That was really nice. Mm -hmm. So now, but you know, I would encourage listeners that if you do have the portrait mode, don't, don't just save it for, for portraits, you know, try to play with it and use it for like still life or landscapes. Um, Cause you know, I, I take more photos of that than I do, you know, people with the portrait mode to be, to be quite frank, because mm -hmm. I prefer the bokeh effect, which, you know, in that depth of field effect, that blurred uh, background um, with the central focus uh, element better than. Yeah, there's Amber alert. <laughs> I know that's the only thing that's working on this watch. <laughs> I can't believe <laughs> that's I mean, it, last night it was just all, nonstop. I thought, oh, this is crazy. That is crazy. And it's the same alert. So I already know about this. So, you know, I don't know what to say. Even do not disturb, it still comes through? My, my watch doesn't respond to anything. I don't know. I, I tried resetting it, doing all kinds of stuff. It's, it's just because I had that pair to this new phone, after that, stuff just stopped working. Yeah, I'd, I'd give AppleCare a call mm. and see what they have to say. Yeah. So. Okay, well, I guess it's time to wrap this up. Um, those are our initial impressions of the watch and iOS 12 and, unfortunately, Vicky's new iPhone. So hopefully next time we talk, Vicky will have some resolution to her phone issues. Maybe there's just something simple that can fix it. Let's hope. Yeah. Or maybe they'll send you a new phone. Maybe I'll just stick with my iPhone 7 Plus. Or maybe you'll just mm -hmm. stick to your iPhone 7 Plus. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I'm not getting yeah. a new phone. I'm sticking with my 8. I just bought mine. In uh, January. Well, I have a chance to upgrade, and it's going to cost. It's not going to cost me really anything more. So, yeah, that's the reason why I upgraded too. It's it was the same cost, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Well, we'd love to hear from you, uh, your opinions, your thoughts, suggestions, uh, what you think about iOS twelve, or any suggestions for how Vicky might be able to fix her watch and her phone issues. Love to hear from you. You can find out our contact information on our website, which is 3geekyladies.com with the number three spelled out. Love to hear from you. See you next time. everyone this is gaz from the mymac.com podcast and i'm here with that big yank tank guy hey you nitwit brit did you know the mymac.com podcast is one of the longest running mac podcasts out there i did know that why do you think that is i think it's because we bring a blend of tech and entertainment that no other show can do i thought it was because one of us is incredibly handsome <laughs> well thanks gaz i do try to look my best yes guy of course but how can people find the podcast? Well, they should just go to iTunes and do a podcast search for MyMac.com. So subscribe and get your weekly dose of tech fun. Wait, I, I thought I was the handsome one. Yeah, you just keep thinking that and we'll be all right.